Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Let me read to you from Galatians chapter 5, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things, there is no law. When you actually practice the fruit of the Spirit, nothing can work against you. There's another kind of brilliant scripture as well that's in 1 Corinthians 13, starting in verse 1. And it says this, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith to us to remove mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not jealous. Love doesn't brag, and it's not arrogant. It doesn't act unbecomingly. It doesn't seek its own. It's not provoked. It does not take into account a wrong suffered. It doesn't rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. You know, I love the fact that it's the nature of God that sets us free from the enemy. That everything that works for us in Christ automatically works against the devil. And the fruit of the Spirit is an encounter with God that leads us into an ongoing experience which opens us up to the fullness of who God is for us, and it becomes the lifestyle that gives him the greatest pleasure. What God is offering us is his unchanging self so that we too can become unchanging in our way of life. That means unchanging in our nature and our character. Unchanging in the sense of, I am going to become like Jesus no matter what occurs, and I am unchanging in that desire. So just like Jesus, we can become constant and consistent in our approach to people and circumstances, regardless of whether those are good, bad, or ugly. The fruit of the Spirit gives us confidence in his relationship with us. And as we commit ourselves to the grace of practicing the fruit of the Spirit, we are sowing into his character and reaping back 
from his favor. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. So the fruit of the Spirit is where we learn to abide in God's nature. The fruit of the Spirit is the power of God to enable us to become Christ-like. You know, when you look at love, love is exclusive affection. Love is about cherishing. It's about treasuring. Love is the tangible favor and goodness of God. It's love that demonstrates loving kindness. It's about having a regard for someone with benevolence attached. It's about taking delight in someone or something so that you cause that person to feel beloved just because you're a friend in their life. By cultivating the fruits of the Spirit, you can turn everything the enemy seeks to bring against you around. You can turn it around by moving in the opposite spirit and afflicting him instead. You know, when you move in a negative emotional thought, you're actually empowering the enemy against yourself simply because opposition attaches to what you don't remove. That's why God is changing us, because he wants us to get into a place where we are more and more victorious. He wants to move us into overcoming. And then he wants us to become more than conquerors. So there's a victory that continues to build in us. We learn how to live and overcome on the same level as our difficulties. In victory, we learn to stand our ground. We discover how we press into the identity of Jesus. We prove the truth that sets us free. Then we're taken to another level of encounter and experience in Christ when we learn how to overcome. This is a level above circumstances. This is where we enter into our identity in Jesus as a warrior king who is over all things. The enemy comes up against the new nature of God in the fruit of the Spirit. But we are no longer available to fear, panic, anxiety, anger, or frustration. Because the fruit of the Spirit becomes the ground of our response to God. His presence releases us from the default position of reaction. We are involved and engaged with God through his own character and power so that we can inherit the promises, the favor, the blessing that has been placed already in our life situations. The amazing thing to me when I read about the fruit of the Spirit is when I see that self-control is the one fruit of the Spirit that doesn't seem to fit with the other eight. And I think it's because of this. The first eight fruits are the branches, but self-control is the trunk of the tree. Self-control is the pause button that we use to put all negativity on hold so that we can receive something new. So our negative thoughts and emotions need to be brought to a halt. Their power to affect us needs to become drastically reduced 
and it happens when we put them on hold. When you press the pause button, your new man has the opportunity to rise up with the mind of Christ and the nature of God. God can now come to you through his nature because the fruit of the Spirit empowers you to become available to the life of Christ that is with you. So there's now no opposition within you to God's loving kindness. You're not confused, downhearted, or double-minded. The fruit of self-control brings you into a place of clarity and engagement with God. And that is the place where we get to turn the tables on the enemy. By moving in the fruit of the Spirit, you are seriously affecting the enemy and you can release yourself into power at the same time. It's called moving in the opposite spirit to what's coming against you. So think of it this way. You can exhaust the enemy with your love for people because you're learning to love. You can depress the enemy by learning joy. You can weary him by becoming peaceful. You can demoralize him with your patience. You can discourage him with your kindness. You can overcome him with goodness. You can debilitate him with acts of faithfulness. You can trouble him with your gentleness. You can dismay him with your self-control. You can dishearten him with your faith. You can weaken him with your mercy. You can intimidate him with your intimacy, and you can devastate him with grace. You can paralyze him with compassion, and you can cripple him with humility. I love that list. Listen, he's been doing the opposite of that to you for years. It's time you got your own back. The nature of God is powerful against the purposes of the enemy. Nothing works against the fruit of the Spirit. Against the fruit of the Spirit, there is no law in the universe that works. Nothing works against it. And when you practice it, you're on the high road to becoming Christ-like, and you're learning how to be an overcomer and more than a conqueror. Here's the thing, beloved. We cannot continue to surrender our identity to negative emotions. So here's my two-word counseling ministry. Stop it. <laughs> here's my question instead. What particular fruit of the Spirit is God developing in you at this time? Quite often I've discovered in my own life that when God wants to teach me a particular aspect of his nature, he will just say, you know, Graham, for the next six months, this is what you're learning about me. I remember one day the Lord said to me, Graham, I want you to have an encounter with my kindness. So I said, okay, what actually does that mean? And the Lord said, I am going to be relentlessly kind to you until you're so overwhelmed by kindness your personality will change. Well, what was huge to me in this new life situation was that 
God would happily devote six months to empower me to experience just one thing, his kindness. But here's what happened to is that six months became an ongoing foundational experience for everything that followed. And that was more than 18 years ago. And I cannot remember a day in that 18 years when God has not said something or done something that was kind to me. You know, when God says relentless, he means relentless. He is relentlessly kind. I love putting those two words together. Whatever God is, he is relentlessly. He is eternal. He's not temporal about his pursuit of you. He will be pursuing you forever. It's not going to stop when you get to heaven just because you're in closer proximity. It's just going to get even better. We have opportunities every day to grow in the fruit of the Spirit. To learn more about how you can be growing with God in this way, you can go to Brilliant Book House and search for cultivating the fruit of the Spirit. Or you can go to brillianttv.com and search for transformation through the fruit of the Spirit. Either one will be great listening. 